Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we've got another training camp position preview on deck. We're looking at the Jaguars' tight end room. Reminder to please like and subscribe on YouTube if you have not already. We really, really appreciate your support. Duval could not do this without you guys. You can follow me at Jordan DeLugo on Twitter, Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. So again, today we are looking at the Jaguars' tight end room. It is Friday, July 8th. Uh, 2022. We are leading up to Jaguars training camp, which will kick off July 24th. We are a little over two weeks away now, and uh, the Jaguars have a monumental task in front of them. They've won four games over the last two years. Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, and company are going to try to get this this ship uh, going in the right direction here. For the first time in a long time in Jacksonville. And a big part of that is going to be the offense. A big part of that offense, as we know with Doug Peterson offenses, is going to be the tight end room. You've got Evan Ingram, who the Jaguars signed to a one-year $9 million deal. He's going into his sixth year in the NFL, 27 years old. You've also got Dan Arnold. He's also 27 going into his sixth year. The Jaguars traded for him last year in the C.J. Henderson deal. Uh, They picked up a third-round pick, and Dan Arnold for C.J. Henderson. Obviously, the return on that is looking pretty impressive for the Jags at this point. Chris Manhurts is going into his uh, seventh year in the league at 30 years old, and he came over from Carolina last year on a two-year deal. Then you've got 2021 six-round pick Luke Farrell out of Ohio State, and you've got Garrett Prince, Nas Bohannon, and Grayson Gunter. They're all rookies competing as undrafted free agents, trying to make the back end of the roster or potentially the practice squad. Kind of mentioned it already, but you'd be remiss not to talk about what Doug Peterson has done with tight ends throughout his coaching career to start this conversation. Uh, Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, Trey Burton. I mean, the, the years these players have had under Doug have been incredible, whether it was in Kansas City or in Philly when he became the Eagles head coach. I mean, Trey Burton, he has not been a super productive tight end in the NFL, but his year under Doug Peterson got him paid. What have you heard from Trey Burton since then? Not a whole lot. Uh, I think when you look at all those guys, they do have a level of talent, certainly, especially Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, and Dallas Goddard, I think. All of those are extremely talented tight ends. That goes without saying. But Doug got the most out of them. He put them in advantageous situations. I think when you look at Evan Ingram and Dan Arnold as move tight ends, you know, F tight ends, you've got two players that can be primary options on a giving week in a passing offense. It's not just going to be 12 personnel, which there will be 12 personnel, certainly, having both of these guys lined up close to the line of scrimmage. But you can have... 
either of these players, Dan Arnold or, or Evan Ingram, lined up pretty much anywhere you want on the field. I think both can thrive in the slot. Both can line up in line and, and give defenses nightmares there. You can move them into the backfield. You can even move them out wide. I think anywhere on the field is an acceptable place to put Evan Ingram or Dan Arnold. And I think Doug Peterson is well aware of that based on what we've seen throughout OTAs, um, kind of moving all of his chess pieces around the formation is going to be a staple of this Jaguars offense. Last year after the Jaguars traded for Dan Arnold, he was on pace for 60 catches uh, with the Jags, and they used him, like I said, all over the place, pushing vertical up the seam, uh, spin, uh, spreading teams out uh, horizontally. You had screen game going on with Dan Arnold. You had him doing a lot of different things. Uh, now he's probably going to take a little bit of a backseat to Evan Ingram, who I think is the biggest X factor. I talked about it yesterday on our live stream. I think he's the biggest X factor on the team. If Doug can get the best version of Evan Ingram, this could be one of the best tight end rooms in the game in 2022. It is interesting um, when you look at the future with this group. Evan Ingram and Dan Arnold and Chris Manhurts, who is one of the best blocking tight ends in football, an extension of the offensive line, the Y tight end. All three of these guys are on expiring contracts. So the Jaguars will have either between now and the start of the regular season uh, or Throughout the season or following the season, they're going to have to figure out what their long-term plan is at tight end. Uh, because we, you have Luke Farrell, who probably figures to be in the mix long-term. But then with the rest of the tight end room, Arnold, Manhurts, and Ingram are all on expiring contracts. Luke Farrell is the only drafted player outside of those guys. You've got Garrett, Garrett Prince, Nas Bohannon, and Grayson Gunter. I don't think any of them are, are really ready right now to step into a 53-man roster spot. I kind of expected a little bit more out of Prince and Gunter. I think Bo Hannon so far has flashed the most, and he's a former college basketball player. Kind of taking that Chris Manhurts route to the NFL. But I think long-term, you do have questions about this room. But just when you're looking at 2022 and the fact that Dan Arnold and Evan Ingram are both in their prime and they're going to be you know, either looking to get a deal from the Jaguars or elsewhere following this season. I think that bodes well for the 2022 production. I, I really think it does. And I think you know, working with Doug Peterson in a contract year is a good idea for tight ends. It makes a lot of sense. I think even if even if Ingram is only a little bit better than what he showed in New York, which he should be based on the fact that he's working with a coach that knows how to utilize the tight end position at an expert level, uh, the fact that he's playing with Trevor Lawrence, the fact that he's in an offense that's going to probably utilize his skill set a little bit better, I think Ingram will at the very least play the most efficient football he has in quite some time. And he'll be productive. Uh, he's been productive throughout his career. It's just been about 
kind of avoiding the mental mistakes, the little focus issues that happen and pop up sometimes at, at the worst of times, unfortunately, for Evan Ingram. If, if Doug is able to get the most out of him or get the most out of him that we've seen in the NFL to this point, which again, signs point to that being probable based on his past, based on Evan Ingram's physical ability, which is almost unparalleled at the tight end position in football. There's not a lot of guys out there who have his same level of athleticism, catch radius, quickness. Uh, He's just built in a lab, to be quite frank. Again, got to hone the skills, got to make sure that the focus is on point with Evan Ingram. But from a physical standpoint, you're hard-pressed to, to look around the league and see a tight end that's more impressive. With Luke Farrell, you've got a balanced tight end that can give you a little bit of both uh, lining up as the F tight end or the Y tight end. I think he has the athleticism and the, and the pass-catching skills to eventually develop into a, a receiver, and he certainly has the 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 strength and the nastiness to line up and line on the line of scrimmage. Like I said, I had pretty high expectations for Garrett Prince. A lot of people really liked Gunter coming in, uh, but to me, Nasbo Hannon has stood out more than either guy. He is raw, like he hasn't been playing a lot of football, obviously. Uh, but if he can hone in, and and I think Chris Manhurts was probably going to take him under his wing, having kind of a similar path. I think Bohannon has a chance to be a long-term option here. And, and Garrett Prince and Grayson Gunter, they have skills as well. Garrett Prince is an elite athlete at the tight end position, showed it off a bunch at UAB. So I think once you get these guys in pads and you get into training camp, maybe you'll see a little bit more than what you saw when they're just kind of trying to swim in the deep end for the first time during OTAs. We'll see how that plays out. But when you look at a grade for this group, uh, my grade is a B. I think no matter how you slice it, having Dan Arnold and Evan Ingram as your top two receiving tight ends is a win. Uh, I think having Chris Manhurts, who's one of the better blockers at the position in the league, is a win. Uh, I, I give the floor a C plus. You know, if Evan Ingram plays like what we've seen from him over the last few years, maybe he's a little inconsistent, uh, a little disappointing you shift your focus towards Dan Arnold a little bit more um, because I think he he will get the job done. Uh, the ceiling is an A. Uh, you've got an elite blocking tight end. You've got two really talented receiving tight ends. And and uh, I think if, if Evan Ingram has his best season of his career, which make no mistake about it, that's what Doug Peterson does with tight ends. He just produces... Uh, helps them produce the best seasons that they've ever had. If Evan Ingram's able to do that, yeah, I think you're looking at a group that's an A. Because, again, an elite blocking tight end. Dan Arnold is an above-average receiving tight end. If Evan Ingram plays to his potential, you could have a a really loaded group here. That is going to do it. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo and follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube and check GenJag.com for all the latest Jaguars news, analysis, and Duval gear. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? 
Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.